This episode of Little Dum Dum Club is brought to you by Punchline DVDs, the number one place in Australia to order a comedy DVD. Everyone loves it around here in the clubhouse. Uh, what about you, little Tommy Daslow? Yeah, I think that they are a good company. <laughs> oh, wow. That I... is a broken up little voice, even more broken than usual. <laughs> I love to go to Punchline Comedy to buy all my comedy DVD uh, Little boy, it doesn't sound like you're old enough to listen to a comedy <laughs> DVD. Do I sound old? Do I somehow sound younger in spite of having well, a voice? Like, it sounds like your voice is breaking. Squeaky little, yeah. I sound like I've been smoking for 28 years straight. This this is how good this upcoming episode of Little Dum Dum Club is. It broke Tommy's voice. I think this is more of a, a an ad one year in advance for the 2016 drunk cast. Because that's, <laughs> that's what's responsible for this. Um, yes, but punchline.com.au. Hey, the head of Punchline, also largely responsible for this, <laughs> for the, I believe it was seven Jaeger bombs he bought us over the course of the drunk oh cast. Oh, um, But, yeah, punchline.com.au. Hey, we've had a couple of people hit us up on Twitter and, uh, you know, screenshot their purchases of things that they've been buying at Punchline. That's Look, awesome mate, to see. rest your voice. Let me take over. <laughs> it's paining me. All right, do it then. Go. <laughs> so, uh, also, Tommy Daslow, uh, he's going to have a better voice than this. He's going to be in Sydney very soon doing his Sydney Comedy Festival show, and that is on what dates? Oh, my God. May the 6th, May the 8th, and May the 10th. Okay, that's it. That's it from you. Go and see that. Go and see uh, uh, Tommy Daslow in Cutie Pie on those dates. Uh, and uh, get our T-shirts. We've got brand new T-shirts, which uh, are selling really, really, really well, and they are awesome. I'm, I'm even wearing one myself right now because I'm an idiot, but yeah. that's how good they are. So, uh, hey, kick back and enjoy this new episode, the last live episode, live from Melbourne, with absolute... Absolute mega stars of Australian comedy. Uh, three guests. Man, this is so funny. Get into it. Oh, I have something to tell you. Yes. I <coughs> oh, his <coughs> voice gone. Okay. Damn. Yeah. Hi, yeah. mates. Welcome once again to the Little Dum Dum Club live at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. My name is Tommy Dasselow. Standing next to me, the other half of the show, Carl Chandler. G'day, dickheads. Yay. Why these two comedians look like they're about to drop the most fire podcast of 2015. Yeah. Oh, man. Content. Sweet reference. Um... <laughs> I reckon, hey, thanks for coming, everyone. I reckon we've sold a lot more tickets for this show than people have turned up because I reckon a lot of people have gone, fuck the regular podcast, we just want the drunk cast. Yeah. That's not even speculation. I reckon that's actually a fact. No, no. We've sold over 200 to this and they're not over 200 people in here. <laughs> <laughs> There's eight people here if you're listening at home. <laughs> drunk cast is going to be very busy. Yeah, Numo is just laughing really hard into the mic, so. <laughs> oh, are we recording? Yeah. Yeah. That is the that is the nightmare of me that you've just sitting there going, Fuck this is a great show. Oh fuck, I've got a job. <laughs> <laughs> or he fucks it and he he doesn't put this up and accidentally puts up the drunk cast. Yeah. No. 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 Our reputations. <laughs> Our careers. <laughs> We're fucked. Oh. Can I just say, very nice to be doing a podcast without my mummy and daddy in the room. Yay! Oh. Um, for those that listened to last week's one, or we're here, uh, my parents were in the room. And uh, we got a lot of tweets after the show of uh, people saying, um, boy, Tommy's mum looked very unimpressed for that whole show. 
Now, first of all, that's kind of just my de- my mum's like default resting face is to kind of look unimpressed. Second of all, I don't know how impressed you people think my mum is meant to look when a foreign visitor to this country is pointing at her and saying, "Your son is a cunt." <laughs> How's she meant to be looking off the back of that? <laughs> yeah. So, what did she say after the gig? Um, they enjoyed it. Uh, no, Dad- they they enjoyed you having visible money coming yeah. into your coffers. Yeah. yeah. Well, then after the gig, I, so I was standing at the bar talking to them and um, mum is great at picking like the worst possible time to talk about stuff. So I'm going to Sydney in a couple of weeks and she was like, hey, um, I haven't been to Sydney in a while and um, I think uh, I was thinking maybe I'd come up to Sydney while you're up there doing your show and, you know, we could, we, maybe we could hang out together. You know, how, so is your so mum, okay. how is your mum your only groupie? <laughs> No, but this is the thing. So she's saying that to me as all these people from who've listened to the show who are here are like filtering past and she's saying that to me and I'm a little bit drunk by this point because we, you know, people bring us beers all day. So she's saying that, being very earnest and being very nice and I just go, fuck mum, not in front of my fans. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you know, I've been to, all through the, the podcast during the festival, I've been talking about my, uh, my let's call it a comedy show. <laughs> <laughs> My comedy show slash idiot circus, maybe. I think that's maybe what it is. Um, and two weeks ago I talked about, I don't know if the guy's here tonight, the guy that was I sort of ragged out, he came wearing the, the, the T-shirt of a different podcast, which was especially hurtful. We, um, well, we don't buy the audience beers at this show, so why the fuck would he be yeah, here? Yeah. So he, uh, like after he'd given me that hard time and I paid him out here, he was here and I was like calling him for everything and whatever and then I went to my show and I was actually still frazzled and so I got up on stage like after a tough gig and I was like, I'm just going to punch everyone in this gig tonight. I am so, <laughs> I'm so angry. I've what, been like so literally? Hurt. Yeah, yeah. I just got up like with the jukes out going, all right, I'm going to fucking make you people like this show. I don't care. Here we go. And then as I get up like quite violently, I look down and the audience just point at my feet and they've left me gifts. <laughs> And the guy that I'd been chewing out had left me a big chocolate cake that said, Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, come on, I'll fuck... So, did you take the cake home and eat it? I did, yeah. And how was it? For a second I thought, oh, maybe he's pranking me by putting, you know, who knows what in it. Yeah. That lasted for one second until I went, I'll take the risk. (laughs) And how was it on the scale of cakes that you've eaten? How was it? Was it up there? On the scale of cakes that I hide from my girlfriend and then eat a lot and then chuck out the evidence. <laughs> pretty sweet. That was pretty good. Was what, does she good. not let you eat cake? No, we just have... I've talked about this on the show oh, before. Oh, yeah, you're, just... you're like exercising and dieting together yeah, yeah. and you hold her up to a very strict standard. No, we're both up to the same standard. Yeah, well, but then you're sneaking fucking cake. You had, we hey, met hey, here. I'm just doing... I'm just going through the wishes of my fans. <laughs> so. We met here at midday and you had already had KFC when you got here. Yes. What'd you have? I had three chicken strips. Fuck. And a lunch chips. So good. Yeah. And so fucking good. Yeah. So that happened. So he gave me a big cake. And I'm like, okay, that's that's cool. And then I know there are people here tonight. I know the people from the other night that came in and went. And I I, I came on stage and again I think I was following a rough gig where I come up going, here we go, here we go. And then I came up and they just left two pairs of sneakers on the stage and like, they're yours. And I'm talking to them. I'm like, oh, did you buy me sneakers? And they went, no, we were drinking in the alley and someone dropped them, so we gave them to you. <laughs> To, to, to be clear, they are here. They were just drinking out of a paper bag in the alley. 
Is that going to be a new street thing? What's that rumour like, like when you see uh, sneakers hanging off a telephone? Why it means you get drugs in that house? You uh, see yeah. two sneakers out the front of a venue, you get to see a fucked comedy show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then on top of that, they were like, because oh, we were preloading, we were, we were pre-drinking, and I looked down, they're still drinking. They've brought their like free grog into the venue. Right. Yeah. Wow. Oh, is that so them? some. Yeah. Who's who's gotten an early start on the drunk cast? Because we had a couple of tweets of people fucking. Yeah, most of you. Great. <laughs> people what? pointing at me going yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so threatening you better goes, bring some fucking cake yeah for people who can't hear this is what he said and the tony said it and he goes i'm coming to your show next yeah i'm gonna get you you fucking dog but this is what happens because we've made this a bit of a thing you know you come oh, uh <laughs> that sounded sarcastic <laughs> that sounded save that for drunk cast so uh, uh, they come, you know, you guys come in here and then you come off and do a tour and see our solo shows and mine's the last stop before the drunk car. So last year was just people pulling their fucking hair out, <laughs> screaming like a banshee going, drunk cars! It's like, you've got a fucking 55 minutes of my show first, guys, all right? Because like, it was like a 35-seater last year and so when I finished that room... And uh, this year. Yeah, and this year. <laughs> Got him. Got him. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, you could probably have an eight-seater, but anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. oh. It was all funny when I was shit at comedy. Yeah. I'm their best friend. <laughs> so, yeah, last year, uh, just before the drunk cast, uh, uh, there was like 35 people just packed on crazy. And then when they finished, it was honestly, I think there was like 70 beer bottles there. Just like <laughs> pints. We came out and it looked like it looked like someone had had a footy trip inside my comedy oh, festival show. So hey, okay, this is a challenge for you guys between now and the drunk cast. If someone manages to smuggle a slab into Chandler's show, I'll pay you fifty bucks. Oh, okay, so because good. I'm doing a double show tonight. If you can smuggle it into four forty-five, my, <laughs> that's just impressive. Um, so you're talking about people giving you uh, gifts and stuff in your show. We should mention this. We've done a very bad job of mentioning this so far in the live podcast. Uh, we have been sponsored sponsored by Punchline uh, for the last few years. Big shout out to Punchline DVD. Ooh, DVDs. Yeah. Punchline.com.au. I think Milan is going to be returning to the drunk cast if any of you listen to the Adelaide. <laughs> Fuck, that's weird. Uh, no, no, that's not weird because they are a massive chance of all getting free shots. Yeah, that's so. true. He buys a lot of drinks. But on the sponsorship thing, this is something that I heard the other day. Now, a friend of the show, Demi Lardner, was in American Apparel, uh, the clothing shop, and someone came up to her on the shop floor and said, hey, Demi Lardner, I listen to you on the Little Dum Dum Club. I'm a big fan. And so she's like, oh, thanks. Then she goes and, like, pays at the counter. A different person goes, hey, I listen to the Little Dum Dum Club and you're really great on it. Then she gets herself a sweet discount. So, you know what? Fuck punchline. I need to go after that American apparel dollar. Well, mm-hmm. well, I'm personally, I'm now sponsored by Cake and Sneakers. <laughs> so. Well, see, here's my pitch to American Apparel. We could do one of their ads for them on the back of Vice magazine, where you and I are just in these like unitards that are two sizes too small. Just. What do you reckon? <laughs> That's good content. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll talk about this later. Yeah, that'd be just good for you to have another thing you have to hide from your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Should we get into a guest? Should we get our first guest on? (laughs) Okay, we get it. You don't want to hear any more about us. We get it. (laughs) I've got more stories about friends of mine being in shops, if you want to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. uh, Our first guest today, you know him from Tofop and Fofop. He last night won the People's Choice Award at the Melbourne Comedy Festival. Please welcome Will Anderson. (laughs) 
Okay, firstly, yeah. <laughs> I, I love how the drunk cast has become the main thing people like about you guys. <laughs> the we, bit that we don't record. Yeah, yeah. That, that is essentially, that's your Avengers and people only seen the other shit so they understand what's going on in that <laughs> one. <laughs> They're like, do I have to see Thor 3? Oh, fuck it, I will. <laughs> Apparently he's got other comedians heckling him. It'll be better. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I, and I like the best thing they like about us is that they sort of can't hear it. Like, it's unrecorded, so... Yeah. Uh, second thing is, I love uh, your approach to sponsorship, and this might not, might, might not be why you're not getting ahead at the moment, is uh, when you heard that American Apparel mm. might be on your board, yeah. the first thing you said was, fuck punchline, where we... <laughs> you, you, yeah. you could have more than one. Yeah. They don't work in the same industry. <laughs> you can have a clothing brand and a DVD brand. Hey, Milan's bought me a lot of shots, but he's never bought me a basic T-shirt, so... <laughs> I just go where the wind takes me. <laughs> I wonder if all Milan's stuff is made in Bangladesh. I oh, got him. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations on the People's Choice Award oh, last thanks, night. Yeah, this, this is... This is part of your prize, obviously. <laughs> this is I, your... I, I love this, though, because this is very dumb, dumb, because I've never been to this venue before. But as I was coming up the escalators, I was like, this is so you guys. Because the one coming up to let people in works. Oh. <laughs> but, but, but if they want to leave, it's fucking hard to get out of this place. Well, but this is the first week the one going up has worked. Yeah. <laughs> It's been broken every other week. Yeah, yeah. So that, I feel like that was more us. People can't get in or out, yeah. you know? <laughs> um, but, uh, so what happened last... This is what I heard. I wasn't there, but you won the People's Choice, but you didn't get it. You didn't collect it. Um, I, I wasn't there. What I, happened? Um, what do you got better to do than thank the people who made you... <laughs> who made you their choice? Well, I thank them by entertaining them for 75 minutes <laughs> for the money that they paid for that show. It's a simple transaction. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I wish I what? personally yeah. understood that. <laughs> <laughs> we have people. Like, I, I think it's butter. I told a joke. They gave me a cake. <laughs> <laughs> hey, a cake that said sorry. <laughs> I don't know how to take that. <laughs> well, you're one ahead of what we gave the Aboriginal people. Oh. So, oh. I, wow. Imagine if they'd been presented. <laughs> I love that you are. Like, let's not all us. We're all on the right side. Let's go out in the street and all reclaim Australia. I, I think they were more complaining that our native Australians have been compared to me. They've had it tough enough already. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're sitting around like, he, he's the one guy we think we're ahead of. <laughs> By the way, we were talking about this earlier and uh, I was talking to Michael Hing yesterday who told me his favourite tweet of the comedy festival was that Reclaim Australia rally that happened early on in the festival, uh, big racist protest thing that happened at Federation Square. Now, the comedy festival holds an outdoor program where they have a stage set up at Federation Square where they have kind of outdoor comedy and that was meant to happen on that day at Fed Square and then all those Reclaim Australia people descend upon Fed Square and all of a sudden a tweet goes out from the comedy festival going... Yeah, the big life out's been moved today. Uh. 
Although I've got to say, did any, I, I talked about this in my political show, my other show that I did, but the, the, the guy from Reclaim Australia, if there was any justice in the comedy awards, the spokesperson for Reclaim Australia would have won every fucking award at the <laughs> Melbourne Comedy Festival. Because in 30 seconds on the television, he managed to get out three of the funniest jokes I've ever seen. Firstly, he's covered, like his whole face is covered in the Australia flag scarf, you know, right? First thing he says is, we want to ban the burqa because you can't see what people's faces look like. <laughs> I'm like, fuck it. It's one of the guys from The Chaser. This is not... <laughs> like, it's Sam Simmons doing promo. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Uh, but then he keeps going. He's barely warmed up. He hasn't stopped down to consider the fact that it's not the burqa. It's probably the kneecap. And also the fact that he's got like the Australian flag over his face, that's half someone else's flag as well. Oh, yeah, but it's the right sort of flag, mate. There were yeah, so yeah. many Australian flags at that uh, right. Reclaim Australia rally. Tony Abbott nearly started a press conference. So that was only the first bit of this 30 seconds on the news. So he's nailed his first joke, but he just keeps going. He starts with this one. He goes, this, this is Australia. There's burkas everywhere. I was there in the Burke Street Mall the other day. <laughs> Already fucking great. But he's only halfway through the sentence. He goes, everywhere. There were burkas, and then he says this Burka, burka, burka. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, I did not know the Swedish chef was so fucking racist. <laughs> well, what's, what's so surprising about a Muppet making a noise like a Muppet? So. <laughs> <laughs> but it was his final line that was my favourite, where he tried to make his stand about Australia. He goes, I even went to that McDonald's, and three of the people were wearing burkas, and all I could think was the burkas are better at Hungry Joe. <laughs> 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 um, should we bring our second guest out here? Yeah, sure, let's get them all on. What do I yeah. always ask you for permission to bring a guest on? Oh, uh, by and the way, can you just quickly finish like what happened to the high five? Because I haven't heard any of this. Oh, like, right. I, I literally don't know what happened. I was at home in bed and I woke up this morning and got messages from people saying congratulations. Okay, I'll say it again. You won. <laughs> <laughs> but did someone collect it on my behalf? Or no, 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 no. Apparently they go, Russell Kane went. Was anyone there, by the way? Yeah, yeah so. Russell Kane just took it. Russell yeah. Kane just fucking took it. Yeah, yeah. Another British fucking thief coming to this country <laughs> and this, fucking it up for this the indigenous people. This could be like people. what I heard was he went, is, is Will here? And like nothing happened. And then he goes, does anyone from Will's management want to come up and get it? And then nothing happens. And then he goes, does literally just anyone want to get up here and just have an award? <laughs> It's a people's award, man. <laughs> but by the way, that, that award used to be audience voted and now it's most ticket sales, yeah. right? Thank God there's finally some justice with that award. Um, uh, I'd like to point out I've won it both ways. <laughs> <laughs> You're the only person to ever win the award. It's, it's the Will That's Anderson Award. That's not true. Isn't it's, it? it's been done six times and I, Arge Barker won it once. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, good. Good. It's... <laughs> it's, it's good that you it's good that you've let someone have a go <laughs> mate I don't fucking beg people to come to the show they come of their own accord uh, oh really can you not do that because that's what we do <laughs> <laughs> must be nice uh, Will Anderson everyone yay alright yeah thanks man uh Okay, second guest on the show today. He's been on once before. Uh, you know him as half of Hamish and Andy. Please welcome into the little Dundum Club, Hamish Blake! <laughs> oh my lordy. I'm out. See you later. I just dropped Will's beer. I'm out of here. <laughs> How are you, boys? What you an are, entrance. I'm, I'm actually, I've walked up awkwardly. Sorry, Will, because I 
I was, a, I was there last night. It was a shame. Shame you weren't there to collect your award. And I knew we were coming on here today. And I collected on behalf of Will. Um, <laughs> so it won't have the same magic as it had last night to present the People's Choice Award for the festival. But I'd like... May I present Will? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Well done. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's from the festival. I mean... It's what I've always wanted. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's heavily sponsored um, by both the Australian Mint and Peroni. But it's five dollars, five dollars jammed in a Peroni bottle. Um, yeah. And now that pop it with the other five. I mean, you've got them dating back so long. You've probably got a two dollar note in your, in your first one. Hey, will, uh, will, can I borrow that five bucks? Is that cool? <laughs> All jokes aside, I do actually want to finish the beer. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that fucking Tommy's doing Fleety's material. <laughs> oh, no. okay. You take yeah. the rest. Oh. <laughs> no, it can be the... I mean, I'm, you know, it can, it can be awarded to the best audience member. <laughs> <laughs> the, the podcaster's choice award. Yeah. Good. What have they got to do to prove themselves as best audience oh, member? Just good. laugh the most? Or? Yeah, yeah, I mean, this is actually so easy, isn't it? Just chucking out cash to <laughs> the audience. <laughs> nice. I don't know what's going on there. Big laugh. Please. Dude, I think I mentioned this last week, but Dave Thornton bought, beers, bought uh, half a dozen beers for my crowd last week. And then when they said, how do we share it around? He said, I don't know, give it to the people who heckle my show the most. <laughs> Not a bad strategy. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd say Excellent the opposite strategy. of that, actually. <laughs> Let me give the five dollars to best heckle right now, or is that gonna no, be chaos? No, what are you fucking talking about? Oh no, you've got to save his energy up for doing God. that in an hour's time. If yeah. we're giving five bucks out for best heckle, we need to get like an armor guard truck in here. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna There's be too much to work the with. The other guys oh. that were bragging about selling all these tickets to people that didn't show up, and now we're just it's gonna cost <laughs> us fifty grand. <laughs> uh, the other night, I had a group, uh, uh, like a big group, in from Kenmart, and what happens is if we have a big corporate group in, we split them up in the audience so there's not like a hundred drunk people sitting together. So right? they're not talking Good about move. work. Right. So, but basically this night, that did not stop them. So they were just yelling at each other across the theatre and shit. <laughs> Daryl, are we doing young child later? <laughs> <laughs> That's honestly what it was. And then some people from Priceline who just were there as a coincidence started getting fucking aggro that Ken Mark were getting so much attention. And this went on for 10 minutes. And then this guy down the front who was not involved in any of this looked up at me and I honestly thought this was the best heckle I've got in ages. He just goes, am I paying for this? <laughs> In more ways than one. <laughs> all right, you're bragging about all your corporate people you've had in. We're a big chance of having two people from American Apparel in here right now, yeah. so. Yeah, I'd, but yeah. fuck the people from Punchline. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fuck you, Milan. Yeah. I just, I, I, like, I just want to put this out. We get a lot of. Um, like, I'm always hesitant to call the people who listen to our show fans. <laughs> Just, I, I would say they're listeners. Just people familiar with the content yeah, yeah. in a dispassionate way. Are yeah. yeah. oh, you a fan of the show? I'm aware of. <laughs> I'm aware of your back catalogue. I mean, I listen every week. I wouldn't yeah, yeah. say I like either of those two guys. Let's just say you're known. <laughs> I think. I think instead of fans, you should call them fams because they're familiar. Just familiar. Oh, yeah, yeah. now I, that I can get on board with. I went. Uh, Am I right, fam? <laughs> You're on the family. Um, I once ran into a guy when I was like souping, I was backpacking, I was in LA and he was in a heavy metal band and I just was by myself in a bar in LA and he got he j like jammed me in a corner. He said, oh, we're from this band. Um, you know, we're here, we're, we're, we moved from the country, we're here in LA trying to make it big. And I was like, oh yeah, great. You know, how's it going? He goes, you know, Slash from Guns N' Roses? I went, yeah, yeah. He goes, he's aware of us. <laughs> and I went, I went... How's, what do you mean? And he goes, well, he was, we were at the Rainbow Room, like one of those bars in LA, like yeah. the Viper Room or something, and we were leaving as he came in, and, and, I, and we told him our name. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> so it's like right. at a subconscious level, if someone hypnotised Slash, maybe he would like recall that moment. <laughs> but maybe. But so these are people that are aware. Yeah, yeah, these are aware. But and oh, I don't call them fans because you know the, the majority of correspondence we have with you people, <laughs> <laughs> you swine, is not entirely positive. <laughs> So I've got, I've got a few that I've lined up tonight, but I just thought this was a good time to do one of them. Someone, someone saw my show the other night and said, he was his, his tweet to me after seeing my show. <laughs> At Cal Chandler, looks like a home brand Hamish Blake. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense, because I've, I've been getting a lot of looks like a Thomas Duck's Cal Chandler. <laughs> <laughs> it all falls into place. <laughs> Oh. Same nutritional value, oh. better, better quality. It does explain uh, all those trips to Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a pirate you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you're just doing the same season of Gap Year over and over and yeah. over again. Hey, that's, look- that's no different than the real Hamish. <laughs> <laughs> that's not exclusive to Hamish. <laughs> I, I just look like you if I'd been filmed with a dodgy handicam in a cinema. <laughs> what if you guys did a franchise? Because you don't have time, but they do it with Puppetry of the Penis, right? Uh, like, yeah, they right. get other guys to be the Puppetry of the Penis guys, and they go and play the smaller venues. Like, you can't go everywhere. You guys are big stars, and you've got commitments. Sure. Thank like, you. Not really. Oh, here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in but, the middle of six months off. But, yeah, no. In theory, I definitely understand that. Yeah. Um, Obviously super busy. Want to come to a podcast at three on a Sunday? Can yeah, I, sure. Can I come to everyone? <laughs> You can only be on one. That's fine. I'll work the bar. Don't mind. <laughs> Happy to get out of the house. I honestly left an hour earlier than I needed to today yeah, to have a did. walk. You emailed me like, so what What time should I get there? Do you want, like, you want me in? Like 2.45 is fine. AM? AM? I'll be in AM. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. I tell my wife, you got to look after the baby. i got stuff to do. A legitimate reason to leave the house. Well, on the lookalike thing, when I was doing my show in Perth one night after the gig, I was standing around in the uh, outside the venue and these two guys come up to me and one of them goes... Are you Adam Zwar? <laughs> and I go, no, no, I'm not. And they're like, oh, okay. And then I get chatting to them for a bit and I'm like, oh, so what did you guys do tonight? And they're like, oh, we just saw your show. Jeez. You've got the fucking Adam- name on the ticket. Like. The real Adam Zwar wouldn't dare put his name to it. So this is a, <laughs> you're the experimental Zwar. <laughs> you're his character. Yeah, it was his new show, The Agony of Being a Dumb Cunt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, should we get our third Let's get guest? our third guest out of here. Hamish Blake, everyone. Yeah. Thank you. Seriously, I'll stay all night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, our third guest today, you know him from Spicks and Specs from The Last Leg. Please welcome back into the little Dum Dum Club, Adam Hills. Hi. Hi, everyone. Welcome. Can I just ask how I'm, how I, like, is the black t-shirt okay? Does yeah. it look all right? Yeah, it looks good. Okay, cool. Looks Sorry, good. I don't want to interrupt here either, but, yeah. like, Will's left. Am I expected, <laughs> am I expected to leave? No, 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 he's still here. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's right, we can't, we, that was a hell of a costume Shit. change. <laughs> I was hoping, someone actually tweeted today, I've just seen Will and Adam in the same room, that'll stop a lot of rumours. <laughs> 
and start one more. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now, hang on, what the fuck is going on? I there he goes. He went a for a beer. Sorry, because yeah. I just went, oh, I've broken protocol. Was I meant to leave when the new guest comes no, up? No, 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 and Will's no, no. over at the bar going, look at Blake, he's still up on stage. Thanks. Well, so. <laughs> no, it was more like I'd been waiting to get a beer, but I thought if I left during you, you'd take that personally. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought Hillsy will be funny at the start and he'll have his moment and nobody will notice that I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> I've accidentally shined the light on it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> enjoy, so, well, enjoy your one. Yeah, 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 the shirt's good. I mean, you do people because it's, I mean, it's a just, black it's on a black backdrop. Black. But does it look all right? Yeah. It seats my body. Yeah, I love American apparel and stuff. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Some sweet. Oh, yeah, it does check out. American oh, apparel. It is actually yeah. American Feels apparel. Feels good. Um, looks commitment. sensational. And look, now that I'm not on the ABC, I'm free to talk about products that I oh. wear. So um, right, fucking watch and learn, you amateur dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, if you, if you don't like fucking Aussie apparel, fuck off the wind. <laughs> <laughs> well, I used to think that about the song, the Five Seconds of Summer song. They had a song, she looks so perfect standing there in her American apparel underwear. And I'm like, you're Aussies. Can you? And then went, well, yeah, fair point though. What rhymes with Reg Grundy's? You've got to work that into a song. Well, and, and just looking at this lineup tonight, mm. why didn't we stretch this out over a month? Like. <laughs> <laughs> you should like have seen. You should have seen the assholes so we had on last week. Like, <laughs> but those forty people that didn't turn up are feeling pretty fucking dumb right now. Yeah, cool. Come back in three hours and watch Dilrook getting drunk. Good call. No chance you're ever going to see that again. <laughs> Hey, just very quickly, so we brought up the, you know, you got uh, Will and Adam, you, you guys are constantly getting mistaken for each other on, like, you know, various things. I saw a photo the other day on the uh, Melbourne Comedy Festival's Instagram account. Nick Cody was in the photo, and someone commented going, that guy with the ginger beard, is that Will Anderson? <laughs> so now there's a... There's, you've, ne- like, you've never had a beard of any kind. Like, this is... So is that going to... Oh, he's... Nick Cody is in the room, by the way. <laughs> Make it happen. Welcome to the welcome to the stage. Shattering the, myths. Welcome to the stage, the Olsen twins. <laughs> if there's one thing that this show has proved, that different people are different people. <laughs> so far, we've had a lot of proof that the, everyone's not the same. Person. Oh yeah, we <laughs> three sets be, of twins. Right. Australia's population's just tripled. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I don't like to clean up any of the rumours because it's the only way I win the people's choice. <laughs> I am pulling a lot of votes. I'm getting Nick Cody votes. I get Hillsy votes. I get Thornton votes. Oh. I mean, not a lot going his way, but I get... I, Got him. Got him. Yeah, yeah, because he's been begging to be burned for yeah. years. <laughs> what oh, a prick. Comedy's asshole. Yeah. <laughs> um, Adam, the last time... So we were talking about this before. The last time you did <laughs> yeah. the show, uh, you were on the show back when we used to record in at Osterio. We, for a little while, we were on Barry Digital Radio, which was a the digital <laughs> comedy station uh, connected to Triple M. Shout so, out to Barry. <laughs> yep. Just in case they oh, come back. He, he can't hear you. <laughs> uh, Barry's dead. Yeah. I mean, well, that's the thing. I think we've probably all been down to those studios. Andy and I used to do our show out of there. Mm. Um, those that, that, I mean, this is the radio station I work for, but at the time, even we were going, really, digital radio? Do you honestly think, like, is this a, are we really putting a lot of chips behind this? Like, yeah, yeah. Don't no, say anything too controversial. They could let you go. <laughs> <laughs> Before we've come back. <laughs> Just, we're miles offshore still, and they're, they're flashing lights to turn around. Uh, By the way, it's, Hamish could probably take a shit on the Fox FM symbol and they wouldn't let him go. Oh. 
You know, can, I'm pretty sure. And I would rock up. Can and have, can and have shout out Christmas party 2009. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the, these digital studios downstairs, it's like like they, it, you know, you guys were there in the heyday. Like it, it, it boomed, and everyone's like, yeah, we're getting behind <laughs> this. <laughs> we're getting behind I, this. I love the idea that we were part of any sort of heyday. Yeah. <laughs> There's sepia photos of you. Did, <laughs> Digital sepia. Uh, the <laughs> but the gold rush of dodgy content. We were there on the front lines. But now our studio, which is next door, is this like mishmash of wires and bits and pieces. And it's like in Star Wars, like when the droids die. You know when C-3PO has to go and work at that bit where they pull the droids apart? <laughs> like fuse them back together? That's what's happened to the Barry studio. Yeah. So every wow. time we sit down, we go, these mics aren't working. So he goes, oh, fucking hell. Walk into the Barry studio. Rip, rip, rip. You know, they're just like sparks fly everywhere. They come in, weld a mic onto ours. <laughs> and that's it. So that's what's slowly happening to those studios. Well, that, so we we were in there for a little while. Then Barry goes under, and we get told, "Hey, so because this isn't a thing anymore, obviously you cannot come into this studio and record your show anymore." What they didn't do was cancel our swipe passes. Boom. Yeah. So, so we, we proceed we to official... continue going in for about two years. So yeah. we we finally teed up to have you on the show. We we're very excited about this. We just used to go in at sort of like late at night when no one else was yeah, around. Yeah, 1am we'd get friends that uh, had nothing else to do. Harking back to Nick Cody. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> friends that had nothing else to do and we'd go, can we meet Sunday night at 1am? And then like, absolutely, yes. I'm, yeah. almost, I'm almost positive that you, uh, you guys are responsible for like 90% of the posters that go up in the staff kitchen. Like, <laughs> yes. Who's fucking eating my spaghetti bolognese? <laughs> <laughs> Stop eating the yogurt! <laughs> it was yeah. kind of weird to turn up to, you know, a podcast... That, you know, and these guys met me at the front door and went, oh, you're coming for the podcast. Yeah, um, best not to tell anyone why you're here. <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah. ask questions. Pop this cleaner's outfit on. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're a paramedic. I'm going to be having a seizure. That's going to get us to level two. <laughs> In the dark, we can convince everyone that Carl is Hamish. <laughs> so just put on this Andy wig. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So and I chase him upstairs yelling for money. <laughs> yeah, finally, some answers to... That's why we never got stopped people were just like oh he looks so different in real life yeah yeah, yeah it all makes yeah. sense now Hamish has had a rough night <laughs> right. he's picked Profes- up a rent boy he's, he's kept drinking since that 2009 Christmas party he's still going so we uh, and but, but like for context like one time during the comedy fest we had Jim Brewer from Saturday Night Live on the show we teed it up with a, uh, a publicist we turn up and those studios were always empty we turn up and the studios actually got people in it for the first time ever and there's someone who works at the station going oh we must have fucked up and double booked this and we go yeah you must have <laughs> don't make so us take this to the top <laughs> seriously don't because our pastors work on this level but not <laughs> well not they then get us to record in the main studio where the hot breakfast was Whoa. done out of and we're just going fuck if we hit a button and this goes out like live on triple yeah, M. Yeah, like they're forcing us into the studio going you know this room and we're like yeah, is this the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> so then, anyway, we, uh, we, 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 because we were having you in, you, you could only do it at a very certain time. It was middle of the day, yep. very rare for us. And so we hit up a couple of people that we knew that worked in there yep. to see if we could like get on the booking sheet just to make sure we I were don't want to dob in Dave Thornton, but... <laughs> I love it. There's a booking or sheet. Or was it? <laughs> <laughs> I know I voted for him. <laughs> 
So we, we do the episode with you. It was great. Yep. Yep. We then, I think we both went to America like the week after that. Yeah. Well, you really we're away. celebrated. You're really happy with the episode. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was our best fuck, episode. Man. Well, I don't think we're going to chop that. Let's go to LA. <laughs> Dude, do you know how big Will Anderson is? <laughs> G'day, Judd. We're ready to be in your film. <laughs> you just made a great what? piece of content. Yeah. Let's, let's just say he's aware of you. <laughs> <laughs> so we then get an email while we're away saying, hey, um... Have you guys still been coming in and using the studios? Which we do not reply to. (laughs) Then a week later we get another email going, you're not allowed to come in and use those studios. I really, I don't like the word use. We are coming in partnership with the studios. (laughs) This is a two-way relationship. Someone's got to use the studios. But But then the third email was... Stop using our studios. <laughs> Never am, set foot I, in this I am building watching again. you on CCTV right now. <laughs> I can see you in the studio. Yeah, yeah. I just fixed your mic for you. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's got, you, you asked what happened at the start of the gig, and I thought, well, let's save this for in front of these fine people, and it's a story without a happy ending. And no, hey, 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 hey. hey. You could look at it as without a happy ending, but look at you now. You're here. You've got over 200 people in front of you. <laughs> Theoretically. Black and white posters stapled to a shitty curtain behind us you got Hilsey dressed as a roadie (laughs) (laughs) which by the way for everyone who was here last week you'll notice we have stuck it to the pole this week which (laughs) whoa not often you get uh, an adhesive cheer (laughs) it's the way you said it sounded like there'd been an issue like and this week we stuck it to the pole man (laughs) yeah there was an issue we stuck it to the curtain and it fell off halfway through you guys, <laughs> I love they, these guys, these guys walked out before. They've got you three in the podcast. Got Will Anderson, Hamish, by Adam Hills, and gone. Nah, fuck it. We want a beer. <laughs> <laughs> and I applaud that. Will like, left as well. Yeah, I got no problem with that. I got no problem with that. If you ever, if you ever do gigs in Manchester, in England, that's exactly. You can be having the best gig of your life. You can be absolutely storming it. Applause break after applause break, and someone in the third row will still go. Ha, 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 he's great. Who wants beers? <laughs> <laughs> and you just people throughout the show, and you just think this is. And they look at you as they're walking out, going, hey, 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 yeah, I'm gonna get a beer. You, you essentially need a mic stand with a tap on the front. <laughs> you just keep filling beers as you go along. Mark, I've, I've told this on the I've told this on the show I think a couple of times now, but yeah, a couple of years ago I had a guy. Uh, first couple of minutes of my show, in response to a joke, he goes, "Oh, that's that is wild." I look over a minute later, he's fallen asleep. <laughs> he's asleep for twenty minutes of the gig. At the end, as I'm shaking everyone's hands as they leave, he goes, "Mate, that was one of the best things I've ever seen." <laughs> I've gotten credit for his little nap time. It's sweet. I just, I just want to bring back this uh, the social media that some of our people who are aware of us that have sent <laughs> sent in. Here's, here's three grabs of uh, what we've okay. got in the last right. week. Right. Uh, I got someone who came to my show two nights ago that said, ticket guy asked who we came to see. I said Carl Chandler and went to show him tickets. He said, no need. No one would lie about that. <laughs> 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 Glad you enjoyed that. Uh, was that person here? Hey! Yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> How dare you make fun of my best friend? <laughs> Second one, I was listening to Dum Dum Club out loud and my sister thought Dasso was a girl. Ha ha ha. Fuck you and your little girl's voice. Yeah. I, I got that tweet and I had to stop myself from running back and saying, fuck you and your sister. <laughs> Is that person here? 
is that person's they, sister here? Is it possible they left off the words, I want to, at the beginning of that? Uh, if you Very check possible. all of our history, absolutely not. Good to see. Not only will all complaints be taken seriously, but we'll also stalk you online. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do a full profile of you. We'll go back to your less funny tweets. We'll retweet those and get this guy thinks he's funny. <laughs> uh, the worst one of those I ever did, I've spoken about this before, but I um, there was a Melbourne reviewer from the Melbourne Age who wrote a really bad review of a movie called The Dark Knight Rises, and I love that movie. And so I got mad. I was after a show one night, and I fucking hated the review, so I'm like, fuck him. Like, I'm going to go online. If he follows me on Twitter, I'm going to fucking block him. <laughs> <laughs> like that was going to be my little vengeance for the night, right? Got him. Like I'm a lot of people following me. He might fucking follow me. I'm going to fuck him. Hours of just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. <laughs> I'm showing him. Where is he? Ah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Where is his Twitter handle? <laughs> it's got to be something theage.com. So, I fucking look him up and the fucker does not follow me. I know, terrible taste in movies and comedians. But, but here's what I do because I'm so fucking shallow. I go through on Twitter everyone who retweeted his review of that movie and I fucking block them. Wow. Wow. And then, and then tweeted, tweeted him going, think you're a great writer. Get a follow. And the fuck, block. Uh, That's who you do. You just fell with the honest trick of the book. I, I, oh my God, it's 6 a.m. I, I gotta go to bed. <laughs> Can you follow me so I can DM you? Follow, block! Yeah. You motherfucker, stop, stop hating on Batman! I've got an ongoing bunch of messages from a friend of mine going, I can't, Will Anderson's blocked me for, I've never sent him a tweet, I've never done anything and he's blocked me, now I know. Yeah. Will, Will will block any degree of separation right up to Kevin Bagan. He doesn't care. <laughs> you know someone that knows someone that knows someone that even thought about not liking The Dark Knight, yeah. you're out. I do, got four I, followers left. I do... I do block on behalf of other friends though. So if he's made fun of one of you guys or something or been said something mean spirit. You must block a I lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're like well, block her. <laughs> Luckily enough, in the scheme of our careers, it's a small enough number we can deal with. It. So I, uh, It's a people's choice. He's, there's two accounts that have ever hated on him and one was fake. One was an egg. <laughs> one was a bot. <laughs> right, final final tweet was uh, someone sent us this one. My bro said he didn't want to know what Tommy and Carl look like. I sent him a pic. He wrote back annoyed and said it was depressing. <laughs> Not a fan of the home brand. So, yeah. <laughs> Dare I ask what I'd be the home brand version of? Oh, fuck. D uh, Dan Danny DeVito? <laughs> Turtle from Entourage, Ooh, season one. Yeah. Mate, you know what you look like? Oh, God. <laughs> this no, never I ends well. I, I, I think this will be really complimentary. A sunset. Oh, okay. you look <laughs> gorgeous. So, okay, someone, someone book a cab to the Westgate for me, and now let's hear it. What do you got? No, I think you look like Ryan Gosling if he really wanted to win an Oscar. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, never go full Dasselow. <laughs> oh, it's oh, the one thing I'm getting back. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Hey, yeah, so the health kick starts tomorrow, everyone. Yeah. We've got a little thing we've got queued up, haven't we? Yeah, so uh, we've got uh, a good friend of ours. He's been on the show a bunch of times before. Uh, we wanted to get him on here for a quick chat uh, just at the end of the show. Please welcome into the Little Dum Dum Club once again, Dilruk Jai. See ya! 
Hello, mate. Fucking okay. hell. Hey, uh, can I just read one tweet that I just got? Use the mic. Hey. <laughs> Hang on, just first of all, Stripes was an interesting choice. <laughs> Are we off? We're off. Um, this tweet uh, from like. You do, look like the, you do look like the social media referee. I mean, it's <laughs> <laughs> deciding what's in, what's it's out. Like a, <laughs> or like a fucking, what's it called? Uh, genetically modified bananas in pyjamas. That's what I. <laughs> Come to the live shows, people. This this tweet was from I Harkin. feel like we're in podcast gladiators. It's <laughs> <laughs> from like an hour ago. Not sure if Abdul Rook J is going to be at Dum Dum Club today. So I just ate KFC to help fulfill the disgusting fat fuck quarter. <laughs> Good work. Hey, hey, he'll to, looks to be very fair, to be fair, he did do it hashtag disgusting fat fuck. So <laughs> let's get this trending. <laughs> Hilsey looks very confused about why that specific line just got a laugh. Uh, It's a running joke on this podcast. Right. (laughs) That we... He he and another guest of ours called each other that line. And then we found out there was a couple who listened to the podcast and that's their term of endearment for each other now. Disgusting fat fuck. Oh, okay. I just saw the look on your face of that getting said and everyone going, Yay! (laughs) What kind of fucking universe have I walked into? No, actually, if you were doing that sort of material, you'd still be at Triple M. (laughs) (laughs) I actually feel really ashamed of myself that it actually made perfect sense. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. Yeah. This is good. This is good. Yeah. This is the quick, like, we've made the guest assimilate into a podcast. (laughs) Well, Cody just pointed out this is almost a great graphical representation of, like, outliers, because you have right from there, success, and then this side. These two fuckheads. Oh, sorry. I, hang on. This is, this is Charles Darwin of success right here. <laughs> <laughs> More hunched over. There was a few racial undertones in that, I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, you didn't fucking know. Mary Burrow's coming out again. Here we go. <laughs> no, Mary Burrow's way below Sri Lanka, believe me. <laughs> uh, so, Dilrock, the reason we got uh, Dilrock mm. on is, uh, I believe this is maybe the first time, uh, Hamish, have you met, have you met Dilrock We haven't met before. before. No, no, no. I mean, we met a few seconds ago as he walked past in front of me. And <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty special. I really liked it. <laughs> I well, certainly uh, remember it. We, we booked you for the show a couple of weeks ago and I told Dilruk that was happening and he told me that uh, before he started comedy, he actually called in to your radio show oh, yeah. years oh. and years ago. And, oh. Uh, oh, you were, it was that in 1060 you were discussing Fat Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. <laughs> Switchboard is lit up. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was scared I wouldn't. Big, you know, you do so many shows that they all blend into one, but yeah, moments like that stand out. Where, where you have to dump button yourself. Don't, don't you remember this laugh shattering your eardrums on the radio? But hadn't, wasn't that after two weeks of you and Andy pretending to be a disgusting fat fuck together? Yes, that's right. I want front, I want back. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, anyway, Dill has the clip. Uh, oh, this would be so good. Probably jacks off to it every night. And <laughs> <laughs> to, be, to be fair, it was one of the greatest moments of my life. I was just, I was <laughs> to be fair, there's not a lot to beat. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we've got the but, clip. But, okay, just one yeah, quick yeah, yeah. reference. Like I was, I'm just one quick pie face. <laughs> 
I'm going to bottle cunts. Um, no, uh, yeah, like I was just—I was such a huge fan of the show. I still am. And the fact that I got in, I was on my at my accounting job, so I had to like whisper so that my boss doesn't even hear it. But you, I was actually shaking because I couldn't believe I was on air. Like, oh my god, oh my god, I'm talking to them. And uh, you Are can you hear. Are you still running? <laughs> Wrecked. Callback. Yeah. But but what you'll hear is me super nervous and shaky, but also somehow my accent hadn't evolved. <laughs> it just it was as a Sri Lankan as my accent ever got. Um, but yeah, that's all. I, I don't know if I said this on the podcast. I've said this to you in person. You're, there's like one word that you say that is in purely Australian accent, and it's the word fucking. Anytime you say fucking, it's like, and I realise like you said that's just what this country has done to me. Yeah. Like that tells you how little I use that word back home versus how frequently I hear it here. I have no frame of reference for it in the Sri Lankan accent. It's fucking good. <laughs> Well, if it, if it makes you feel any better before we listen to it, we wish, we were used to shake too when people caught up because we never expected people to ever call the radio show. <laughs> when we did community radio, we just had it as a given that we would like, we knew on radio you were meant to be like, ah, oh, yeah, give us a call if you want to talk about this. But we just knew no one was listening. So we would always have a friend yeah. ready to call that we were like, it just, we assume never happens. Like, we'd never called radio shows. But like, I'm sure people don't really do it. And one day, like, we were doing a community radio show and we were talking about something and the phone rang. And we were like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and it, like, we were at CNFM at RMIT and it, like, rang, rang. Like, I'm like, oh, hang on. Uh... Like, no one showed us how to actually answer this call. No one knows what to do. So we, we like, got the phone, like, hello, hang on, wait, don't hang up. And so, like, put it on speaker and then, like, put the mic <laughs> next to the, the speaker phone. That was the first call we ever genuinely took from the public. So we were shaking as and, well. and when we were on radio against Hamish and Andy, we didn't get calls because they were on radio against us. <laughs> it was just us calling during the songs. <laughs> no, how but, you doing down there, boys? <laughs> Still playing Nickelback? (laughs) Oh man, Hamish Blake, Hamish Blake, you have got a future in podcasting. (laughs) Uh, We got Rihanna up here raking in the listeners for us. One day we were so desperate that Nikki Webster was meant to be calling them but called us by mistake. (laughs) So we just put it here. And then halfway through, she realised that she was on the wrong show. Because <laughs> right, she, she goes, I just heard you guys talking about me. And, you know, I just want to say from my perspective, you guys are like, whoa, Nikki, you don't know what you're talking about. And then <laughs> I think Will goes, oh, I think I know what's happened. <laughs> uh, I think you might have been channel serving, Nikki, which... In radio, we specifically tell you not to do. <laughs> You're not meant to know about other radio shows. <laughs> well, okay, so we've, we've got the audio of Dilrook calling up Hamish and Andy. What year is this? Uh, like five years ago, 2009, 2010. Right. Do we want to hear it? Do we want to hear this? Yes. Pretty good stuff. Hey, hey, hang on, we're, we're, we're relying on technology in this podcast. <laughs> this will be good. Roger Federer's coach should be paying you not to play against Federer at golf. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Bill, whom or uh, what are you better than? It's actually Dill with a D. Oh. <laughs> Ill, I'm sorry. sure oh, whoever wrote that down didn't want to insult you and just gave you the benefit of the doubt and wrote Bill. <laughs> Dill, <laughs> is it short for, short for Dylan? The weekend uh, being born in Sri Lanka. Um, oh, Sri Lanka name. Sorry, it's not short for Dylan. 
No, it's shot for Dill Rook, but... Dill, um, I say embrace it. Dill's a great name. Oh, it's great. The problem is, after I came here, it took me about eight months before I realised Dill means stupid in Australia. Yeah. Um, but did you think it's a lot of gear. people um, were paying you a little bit of a homage every time someone said, oh, don't be a Dill, mate? <laughs> I know, Andy says that all the time. Every time someone says... <laughs> you don't even know me. How do you know you don't want to be me? <laughs> Sorry, Dill, I do yeah. say it a bit. <laughs> but no, Dill... I'm really stoked to be on the phone. Uh, tell uh, us, mate. Just in general, not just to you guys, but... Um, yeah. uh, <laughs> they're, they're a great invention. <laughs> Who wouldn't enjoy being on one? I love this country. This is what a developed board looks like. <laughs> um, no, so... Dill, you would have used phones before. <laughs> I know, I'm being, an idiot. I'm being a Dill. You're being a Dill. You're living up to your name, Dill. You're just having a bit of fun. You can't be called Dill and be too serious in our life. Yeah, you're right. Wait, you tell a good story. Uh, no, so I actually am better oh. than uh, Australian marathon champion Steve Monaghetti. Oh, really? don't be a Dill. How come you're better than Steve Monaghetti? <laughs> Dill, but... Uh, it was, last, it was last year at the Noosa Triathlon. I competed in it, and uh, I beat him in the swimming part of it. <laughs> hey, hey, that's hot dogs, hamburgers, and ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Still counts as a win. He smoked me in the run. He smoked me in the no, run. No, he didn't. But... He, you, you were competing over one length of swimming. You know that's where the, the triathlons won and lost. Yeah. Just, you know, I, beat, I beat him by, like, a two minutes or a minute and oh. I remember watching the commentary on TV and they go and here's Monaghetti moving like a glacier and I'm like geez thanks mate yeah who's the deal now <laughs> thanks Dill <laughs> Simon little did we know we were being pranked um, <laughs> now now play when I rang up John Laws <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, wow, I really do remember that. I was, uh, that, was, that, was, that was crazy. Um, you remember it because at the start you were digging a hole out of racism. <laughs> <laughs> it was just that. The amount of times, this is the way it works in radio. You call, someone talks to you, goes, yeah, great, we'll put you on. They write the name down, comes up on the screen. You go, oh, great, Bill. And it's always those things where you're like, but always the producer would go, oh, this is happening so quick. I heard a consonant. <laughs> it's producers most of the time are just solving Wheel of Fortune puzzles. <laughs> like, I uh, sort of heard a name like that. Ah, Bill, that's good. So many times they're like, "Hey, Michelle." Like, it's Michelle. That does make a lot more sense. Uh, <laughs> but you have so much faith in the screen, you just got to go with it. <laughs> Um, I don't know why you didn't take him on after that. Like, yeah. I mean, I, there was massive chemistry there. Yeah, yeah. man, it was. That's like, we were Andy and I probably looking at each other, going, Get, "This guy's too funny. Get him off." <laughs> <laughs> I made Jack laugh, which is a great a good achievement if you can pick up his laugh. In true, there. so I was very tackling Jack would, would have been wrapped. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Dill, here's the thing: uh, you've had a great comedy festival. Thank you. Yes, thank, thank you. you. Thank you, everyone. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Thanks for everyone who's come. Every episode. Every episode. Every. Uh, <laughs> All right. All right. Every so episode I, I, of, of Dill's comedy life has been well attended. Yeah. I'm like the Truman Show. Um, every, uh, uh, what, what is it called? Show. Every show has, I've been drinking since seven. Never call into the show again. It's been really good. There's always one or two Dum Dum fans. And um, yeah, really appreciate it. Thank you so much uh, for coming. And I, do, and I started saying, I've started saying, hey, thanks for coming. Who's, uh, who's here from Dum Dum? They're like, yeah. And I'm like, have you guys gone and seen Carl and Tommy's show? Nah. <laughs> Wow. So I've had to start plugging you guys, even though you're the reason I'm like one of the reasons I'm selling out. <laughs> so technically, you should probably move further up the line of evolution yeah. here. Sure. You should. I'm going right down to the end. I'm going to go into the know. gutter outside McDonald's on Elizabeth Street. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know. Man, it sounds to me, Carl, like someone needs a thank you cake baked for them. <laughs> <laughs> They won't get any of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that? I think that's about it. Is that about it? I think that's about it, guys. Big round of applause for Tommy Jaisinger, Adam Hills, Hamish Blake, Can I Will say? Anderson. I think. I think the sign of a good show, whether it be TV, radio, or theatre, is if it ends with a sigh and then the words, I think that's about it. <laughs> or sex. I mean, you can throw, throw lovemaking in that category. <laughs> well, to oh, be, well, I mean, it didn't end well for either of us, but uh, I think that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah but, but let's, it's, let's have a round of applause for both of us. <laughs> yeah. But it's sad if at the end your partner gets Dill in for the last five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, if a show's going to end, it's going to be when we have Will, Hamish, Hilsey, and now Dill. Fuck, this is going to get bad if we bring someone else on. So. <laughs> all right, fuck you. It was funny before. So. All right, guys, one more round of applause for all our guests. Thank you so much, everyone, for coming out and filling out all of these shows that we've done over the last month. It's been so much fun. Guys that have come to our shows and tweeted us and all that stuff. What the fuck's Thank going you on? Boys. What? Uh, yeah, this means so much that you guys want to come out and see the show, and uh, hopefully we'll see a bunch of you at the drunk cast, and we'll see you next time. See, see you, mates. mates.